may it be lessons, be it blessings, I'ma be okay. See now cousin on this grinding shit. Yeah. Best Vanessa's podcast, go get that shit. Subscribing to you, can't little bitch. I'm pulling up with a million blunts. Nigga, really smelling like a million <laughs> Best Vanessa's podcast, episode six. We live again for another week. Yes. I got my dog with me. Officer Clark, man, what's going on? What's going on, big homie? Everything good with you? Man, we here, man. Yes, we sir. finally making this shit happen. I know we were supposed to sit down and have a good discussion about some certain topics, but we here, man. Yeah, we here. How you living? How's your day going, man? man? Maintaining, making it happen, man, day by day. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I'm glad and I'm appreciative to have you on Best Vanessa's podcast. Likewise, likewise. So, yeah, uh... I just wanted to give you a big shout out for the work you've done. I ain't been knowing you that long, but I feel like I've been knowing you my whole life. Yes, sir. After just just one year, and I want to give a big shout out to you, man. So we're gonna get right that. into it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We definitely, we definitely gonna get right into it. So, man, Best Vanessa's podcast. This episode is powered by Longevity Clothing Brand, based out of Louisville, Kentucky. If you're trying to win again, head over to Longevity.com to purchase some sports apparel. Introducing fitness to fashion, Longevity is a brand of meaning purposes and immoral success, offering better quality for low prices. Go be a part of the team. Hashtag embrace the pace. So, OC, man, tell me something about yourself. Where you from, man? What's man. your upbringing? Hey, man, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County. Already Duval. Duval! Yes, sir, Duval <laughs> the County four. in the building. All right off of 4th and 5th and C Street, let's. Let's let's let's. I, everybody say Forty Fifth and Mont Creek. Let me tell you exactly where I'm from. I'm right down the corner of Forty Fifth and C Street, where I was brought up for what thirty four years, baby. Damn, thirty four years. So how was it? How was it like growing up? Life down there? was great, man. I remember back in the days, man. A lot of people don't know this, but back in the day, man, off of Forty Fifth, most of the roads used to be dirt road, from what I was told back in the day. Dirt I, roads. Yeah, man. I remember Jacksonville. Yeah. They used to call God it cow town, man. It used to be called cow town. And I remember growing up before my auntie actually put a basketball concrete down on the on for us to play on. Yeah. We used to play on the dirt. The dirt? Yeah, man. We used to have a dirt basketball court, man. That oh my god. Crazy, man. Then after a while it's like, I gotta put some con- concrete slab. Now if I had a picture, I'll show you. So yeah. You concrete slab yeah. down and the basketball goal, and we was good for them, man. So yeah, yeah. I remember the time back when it was dirt road, man. Yes, sir. So, uh, what middle school did you go to? Northwestern. In Dub, baby. And what high school did you go to? The one and only. <laughs> the one and only. William Marion Rains. Senior High School. 3663 Rains Avenue, baby. Let's go. Itchy Bond, number one, baby. Itchy Bond. Yes, Itchy Bond, number one. Itchy Bond, number so, one. So, so I know you got, I know, I know if you're, if you're listening to Best Finesse's podcast, we're located in Jacksonville. And is it is a family deep rooted rivalry rivalry with Rebalt High School and Reigns High School. So Rebalt was never on your mind to Man, come on, man. That's like an assault, man. You just you know, but no, nah, I do not nah, nah, it never was on my mind, but I do have family members that went to Rebalt. My auntie went to Rebalt. I'm okay. Sorry. But uh, I think that's the only one out of my family that went to Rebalt. You know what I'm okay. saying? So but no, nah, Rebalt, that powder blue went never on my mind. The powder blue? No, I call it powder blue. Can never put that on, man. It just feels different. It just feels different. You want to be a Viking. Always. Opposed to a Trojan. Okay. Because if you went to Reebok Middle, you knew you was going to Reebok High. 
But if you went to Northwestern, you could go anywhere. But more majority of the people from Northwestern went to. And you know, I ain't from. I moved here four years ago. But I worked at Reebok Middle School last summer, uh-huh. and I'm like, the shit is around the corner. Yeah, it's right. It's you literally, hit, you can walk to. <laughs> you can throw a rock and hit the backside of uh, the field right there. Hit the backside of the school, you right yeah. there. Yeah. So so how was your football, right? You played football? Played football for Reigns. I did a little bit of track here and there. Okay. A little bit of wrestling and played JV basketball. That's about it at at Reigns. So what was your experiences at Reigns High? Uh, with, with, with what? Football and all that? I'm talking about everything. The whole man. experience, man. The whole package. Pause. Man, going inside of it, man. Ninth grade year, man. You know, I was one of the kids that, you know, just sat out there and went to, went to summer workouts and everything and, and, and earned the name for myself. Yeah. Um, ninth grade yeah. year, played a few games. I ain't starred. At first, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My homeboy, Tyreek, was like, man, Come play linebacker with me because, you know, I was coming out of middle school. I was an offensive line, defensive line guy. Yeah, you, yeah, you so, was in the trenches. You know, you know, I was the dog in that mug. The yeah. Rest in peace to Coach Solomon at Northwestern, you already know. And Northwestern is not a middle school no more. It's not a middle it's school. It's an elementary. That's the only school I think in Duval County on being a middle school, high school, and an elementary God school. damn. Yeah, so um, at Northwestern, I used to play for Coach Solomon. Okay. And um, I played offensive line, defensive line. So when I got the reins, I was only going for what I know, but I was an undersized cat when I was mm. in because I'm looking at guys like 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", at that lineman position. Man, you know, I ain't scared, though. Yeah, you ain't scared. You, you from, know, I'm from I'm 45th, a dog. nigga. I'm a dog. Yeah, dog. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm, what I'm going to play? My homeboy like, man, come play linebacker with me. I said, all right. Lo and behold, we the only two linebackers that make it on varsity today. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And next year, he he he, he dealt with so well. So that next year is when – I kind of earned my name. It was your sophomore time. season. Yeah, my sophomore season. That's yeah. when I kind of earned my name around them. They, they like, dang, what they call this cat here? I'm like, they call me Bell. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I got that name, it was we was in hitting drills one day, and um, one of the scenes was doing it to everybody else, and I came up with this cat. We made contact and popped the shoulder out of place. They like, the damn, Bell. Like, because I had a whole bunch of hair back then. Now, I ain't got none on my head. Yeah. Back then, yeah. I had a whole bunch of hair. So, yeah. Like, what, and then, Coach William Coffin asked the coach what he called me. What was my nickname they gave me? He said, that's Bell Coach. He said, shit, I see why. So, ever since then, that name has been stuck with me, man. That was my tip from that 10th grade year on out, man. I, I just became the leader of the team and was the dog. They used to call me the coach on the field. So, oh, you he know, was field general. Oh, oh, man, the heart of the defense. Oh, shit. Middle linebacker. Yes, sir. No, I ain't played middle. I was the strong side. I could play all three. Yeah. But I was undersized kid. I wasn't small, but I wasn't big enough to play in the middle. But I yeah. had the heart of a lion, so I wasn't scared of nothing. Yeah. But I ain't had to play in the middle. I had a dog in the middle name. Oh, Mr. Fo Two, if you don't know who that is, that's Keon Wilson. Mr. Fo Two played right next to me. Red Nets to me. Played a couple of years in the league and um, he went to Florida, Florida, didn't he? Went to South Florida. Okay. Went to South Florida. So, you know, big ups to my big homie, Keon Wilson. Shout out to him. Dante Hardman, Ali Green, all them boys I played with. Some bit they all cat. played in the league and shit. Uh, Dante, Dante Hardman played at um, Illinois. Okay. Um, my boy Ali Fighting Green. alumni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My um, my boy Ali Green played at BCU. Um, like I said, Keon was at South Florida. Um, even my head, even my boy that, that's the head coach at range right now, Donovan Maslin, um, he played at uh, Alabama State University. Oh, shit. You know the Hornets. Saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. The oh, Hornets. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shout out to Alabama oh, yeah. State. 
I shout out to Alabama State home. Um, even um, going through the three coaches over that range. You I had three different coaches? Yeah, I had Welton Coffin my ninth grade year. And I had Ben Simmons my 10th grade year and my 11th Not grade. the Ben Simmons from nah, the 70s. Nah, so not nah, his whole nah, ass. Nah, but. nah, 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 nah <laughs> not that one. Not that one. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Um, that, that, that was one of Williams Reigns, great linebackers also. He used to tell me that all the time. Yeah. Man, he ain't going to never be like that. I'm like, yeah, Coach Simmons. I might not, but I'm going to be better than you. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I also had a chance to even kind of coach with him. But welcome call for Ben Simmons and Cedric Thornton, one of the one of the guys that kind of helped me mold me into the person that I am now. Most all them guys had a part in play and who the person I am now. Start with uh, Victor Solomon and all the way down to Cedric Thornton. Um, they helped me be the man that I am now. But as far as knowing the knowledge of the game, and how to break down the game and how to um, kind of just know X's and O's. I get it. Yeah. I get it to Cedric Thorne. He yeah. kind of gave me that. He's out there, though. I don't, I don't want to call the wrong school, so I'm going to have to get with him on that. Last time I known, he was at Alcorn. Alcorn State. He, I, he was the defensive coordinator oh, at Alcorn shit. State. So I don't know if he's still there or not, but that's that's the last place I've known him to be. Dropping a lot of HBCU names. Shout out to the HBCUs. Yes, so to uh, HBCU. fast forward to your senior year. Uh, you guys were the shit. Oh, man. You, you we guys was, were the, we you guys the, were loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class yeah. of 2006, right? Class of 2006, yes, sir. 2005 was our last season playing together, man. Like I told them, um, a lot of people didn't believe in us to do a lot of things that, yeah, we, we – turning point, turning point's going to be, man, we played Andrew Jackson Senior High School over at Range. Got dogs. Yeah, that's when oh they had Troy Pollard and – um. They had they Jackson had a good team back then when we played them. Then they had Troy probably in the backfield, um, but the game got the game got a rain delay for two hours. So what time was hours. kickoff? Like kickoff set, was seven thirty. At seven. Okay, so y'all didn't start. Y'all didn't get on the field till like nine. Let's say ten o'clock. God damn. So we thought they were gonna play the next day. All this, so the rain delay come for the two hours. Where everybody went inside to relax. You know me, I'm going to mess around. People figure out what's going on. The whole time we in there, guess what the referees doing? What's that? They playing Madden. Madden 06. They playing Madden, bro. Or Donovan Madden. Donovan Madden. They, 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 they went from to NCAA. Because what we used to do before the game, we go in there, we go in there, get on our game, play the Madden, play the uh, whatever, NCAA, do all that stuff. But we left the game on inside the little room. Yeah. So they go in there playing it. So we beating on the wall. Man, y'all get off the yeah. get, get off the game, man. Let's get the game going. And yeah. Well, you know, you know, they parlaying. So we like, oh man, this is gonna be a terrible game. So, you know, everybody like, man, well, let's just play the game on Saturday. Yeah. From what we heard the other team like, nah, we ain't doing that. So we go out there, we go out there dead legged, you know. It was good game. Couple of turning points in the game. Ralph's ain't still a couple of calls. I would, if I had my highlight film right now, I, I, the game changer, the ref called the back. Yeah. I punched the ball out the boy, um, made him fumble it on top of me. He wasn't down. They called the ball down. My homeboy that I'm finna get to go up here and coach with, he scoops it and get ready to ride out. Nobody in the nobody in his path. That was the game when that would have been a game winning touchdown. A game winning. And they called it back. They called it back. So, you know. That was the playoffs? No, nah, that was that was just regular season. I ain't even I ain't even got to the playoffs yet, man. So if we win that game, we get to meet this team I'm finna talk about in the third round. So we lose that game. So now we gotta go meet the St. Augustine Yellow Jack. We gotta go meet the boy Brandon James. Dogs. 
We got to go meet Jacquez Rickerson. Dogs. So we, it, it, you just knowing them two names right there, that, that should tell you what kind of team we're facing. So uh, we get up here to St. Augustine, man, preparing for the week. They, the coach is already mad because they talking about, oh, y'all went out to the field before the night before and all that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. Everybody ain't go to the field. I had to go see the car practice. You know? So I go get adjusted. Yeah. Get real loose before the game and stuff like that. So they already pissed off at us before the game. He kicked all the seniors out. <laughs> And tell us, tell the young class, man, if y'all want these seniors to play, that's on y'all, but I don't want to play them, blah, blah, blah. We like, uh, I don't know if you want to do that, Cole, because Brandon James ain't shit to be played with. Yeah. So they had a little conversation. They let us start. They don't let my boy Keon start. So he had to sit. He's supposed to set out a quarter. Yeah. So we get to the game day. Um, we get out there. We warm it up and everything, man. The atmosphere, whoa. That was down at St. Aug. Yeah, oh, my. God, it was atmosphere. We had a kid on the, on our team called Big Mike. Oh my God, they just laid it to Big Mike. I think they took the soul out of my boy. But like that atmosphere, you had people all around the gate talking trash. Like we got this, but we're gonna eat y'all for lunch. Blah blah blah. I'm like, wow, this this how this how they really doing? But I don't, you know, I don't feel no person. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Like like my coach said, whoever went over high would just put the ball down. You can yeah. put the ball in the middle of Moncrief. We're going to play right there. You feel oh, shit. You know right behind, shout out to Holly's Barbecue. <laughs> shout out to Harley, Holly's Barbecue. That's right off the, the intercession of murder in Moncrief right there. Yeah. You go get you some good old curly fries with that Tweeter Tank of sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was our motto. Whoever went ever high with just put the ball down. We were going to play it. So, we get to the game. When they say speed kill, speed motherfucking speed kills. Speed motherfucking kills, my Big boy. Kills. Man, listen, Brandon James was a different animal, boy. You talking about somebody that just has <laughs> And where he where he going to play to? He went on to went to Florida. I think he left uh, him and Jarquez Wickerson went I think Jarquez That's Wilson. when Urban Meyer was yeah, there. Yeah, went to Florida. That's oh my Brandon God. James was a specialist, man. When I say he had dog speed, like yeah. he wasn't no you know how you drive a stick shift? That's yeah. how he ride. He's like a caddy with a stitch because oh, he floating. Shit. He floating, man. That was one of the fastest teams we ever faced, man. And like everybody say we would have been prepared to meet them in the third round. Probably so. But at the end of the day, speed kill. You can't teach. They them. went on they went on the one state. They went on the winning. Now if we would have beat them, y'all would have won state. We won it. You know what I'm saying? But being prepared and being mentally there, I I, I think we were, but you can't teach speed. Like so offense can produce no points, and mm-hmm. defense tried to hold much as they could. So. Yeah. So, end of the end of your senior year, mm-hmm. how many offers were you getting, and how many looks? I, I, were you? Going into my senior year, I was getting a lot of looks. I was getting looks from everybody. Um, a lot of people started backing off because of grades, man. When grades ain't looking up the part, a lot of people don't want to talk to you if you ain't got that that two five belter with that clearinghouse and stuff like that. People start backing off. Some people give you a shot by sending you to JUCO. You know, yeah. Say, hey, man, I'll pay for you to go to JUCO. Um, so um, going into it, I had I had two, um, if I can recall. I had two, one from Pearl River Community College, and then um, another one. I just can't remember which one. Man, it's been 16 years. I can't remember exactly yeah. which one was the second one. But I ended up going to um, NC Tech up in Carolina for a semester. And leaving there because some other stuff that was going on at home, I had to leave there. Yeah. And then I ended up transferring over to Pearl River for another semester. And that's in 
Poplarville, Mississippi. Oh shit, Mississippi. home of the, the JUCOs. <laughs> home of yeah, y'all. See, y'all motherfuckers seen Last Chance You. Hey man, the, hey man, JUCO was dude, people be sleeping on it, man. If you want to go build and get that grade point average up and learn what Big D one college is gonna be like, yeah, JUCO is the way. Yeah, to go, man. definitely. It's gonna help you out because you don't want to go in that motherfucking blindfold. So let me ask you this. What was your downfall in football? Was it your grades or was it your 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 mindset? I can't say it was my mindset. Like I told you, I was a coach on the field. I knew the game playing in high school. Football. Yeah. I knew how to break down S's and O's playing in high school. Um, yeah. I, my grades was decent. My, my my aunt, my mom, them didn't allow uh, D's and L's in the house. Yeah. See, you better not know what the hell going on. Yeah. That's how she told me. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, you better not know what the hell going on. Yeah. So I kind of kept my GPA up as much as I could, but it's my test taking, but I couldn't. I'm not a good test taker, you know, when it yeah. comes to the ACT, SAT, making that GPA match that 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 score at the time. You know, these boys got it sweet nowadays, boy. They could just they could just do it and not even have to worry about it. But now, you got to, I mean, but back then you had to make sure that GPA matched that ACT, SAT score. Well, you should have did you should have did the Derrick Rose route and let a motherfucker just. Take it for you. <laughs> you probably could. Hey, I thought I was slick and took it at Bowles, but they my jump wasn't high no more. I think if I'd have made <laughs> if I'd have made an excellent score at Bowles, they would have started looking into my yeah, yeah. But you know that, that my the downfall that my test taking and it, it it wasn't my ability. Could I do it? No, nah, I could do it. You could, could definitely do it. Do it. Yeah, know, yeah. It just was dealing with that part of it. So all the youngins out there, if you're listening. Uh, seek a tutor. Seek help. Yeah. If you got the talent, and somebody's telling you yeah. your potential, don't don't waste it. Uh, go get the help. Go get it. Just lose that lose that pride, man. So fast forward, what you say? Sixteen years. Yeah, sixteen, 16 years, years now. Sixteen years, bro. You an officer? Yeah. Sixteen. Why years. did you want to become a police officer? I always told myself I'm gonna do one or two things. You know. Everybody, you know, everybody say, all right, when I, I want to be, everybody, I play cops and robbers, I want to yeah, be coach, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, that ain't the reason why. I did watch cops and stuff like that, man, but I always told myself, I'm going to play ball as long as I can. Yeah. And when I'm done with ball, I'm going to give back to the community. Some kind of way. That's real. I ain't, I ain't a reason. That's Listen, real. I don't have money like this, so what's the best way to give back to the community? And most people are like, damn, nigga, most of your people either – Sold drugs, did drugs, or in and out of jail and stuff like that. You chose to go build police? Damn, that's crazy. But, hey, somebody got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody got to do it. So I always told them I'm going to help the community somewhere, form or fashion. And I think I did a good job of helping the community. You know what I'm saying? I don't I always still don't. I know God said if, if you reach one, that's all, that's all if you got. Yeah. yeah. If I could reach just one person, maybe changing that one person's life would be a tremendous thing to me. At the end of the day, I don't reach multiple. Yeah. I still reach them. I have multiple multiple kids I don't reach. You know what I'm saying? So, and parents too, you know, I, I talk to the parents about the kid and they get to know who I am and stuff like that. They find out at the end of the day, oh, this big black guy ain't that scary at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's 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 my thing to let people know who I really am, not what I'm, what I look like on the outside, but what I am on the inside. You know yeah. Well, I commend you, man. So, That's like, it. what is your thoughts on uh, dirty cops? And what is your thoughts on people who kind of tilt the system a certain way? Man, it's, it's crazy that you talk about that, man. 
that's been going on for so long, and you know, I don't, Years. I, I don't think they're gonna ever stop that. At the end of the day, some of these cops do that jump because of pay. The pay so low. People think, oh, that police officer got this. That police, no man, we have to bust out. But to make yeah. ends meet, really, because you're talking about a police officer that that's doing 12 hours a day, five days a week, away from his family, and may not come home getting paid minimum annual salary of 39 five. That ain't shit. his life that's more than a million dollars. That make less than, than teachers. Anything, you know what I'm saying? So you talking about that at base pay. That's at base pay 39.5. You know what I'm saying? The teachers, I, 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 I tip my hat to them. They teaching our kids how to be and how to grow up. But at the end of the day, we risking our lives every day yeah. to make sure that the teacher can teach, that the, that the people come in the building are safe, that the community is safe, whether it's the school resource officers, whether it's JSO, whether it's Neptune Beach, uh, Jazz Beach, what, whatever law enforcement capacity a person works in, they're not making enough. So that's what kind of persuades some of these people, hey, man, I'm going to do this this my way. If I get caught, I know how to get out of it. But if yeah. I don't, so you know, if you if I put my hand on the stove and it's hot and they don't teach me a lesson, guess what? I'm going to do that shit again. Yeah, that's a fact. So I'm going to continue to do it, you know, and that's, that's, that's what gets these – Corrupted, dirty cops going. My my thought process on them, and I don't have one. So, what is your thoughts on? Because you know these last like three years, for let's just say ten since Trayvon Martin shooting mm-hmm. in twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's a lot for you to take on being a cop mm-hmm. and also the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. What motivates you every day to to keep doing what you're doing? Opposed to just say, fuck it, I'm going to get another job because this is just a whole lot. Because what you do, there's no church in the wild. It's not for the weak. Everybody cannot do it. Correct. So Correct. what is your thoughts on this, 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 the police brutality, the shooting, the narrative that you're getting, the bad stigma, the the defunding police officers? How do you feel about all that? I wake up first and foremost every day and ask God to, to lead me to guide me and to kind of direct me in which way he would want me to go because yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about getting his grace and his glory. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, it be hard every day to wake up after seeing that after seeing that go on to somebody that's the same color as me um, getting brutality over, uh, over this, over that, or to wake up and see somebody got shot for this type of reason that and, and granted we and I'm speaking as officer we we do have training that tells us that 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 helps us get through situations like that because at the end of the day people have to realize an officer have to make a split the second split second decision on whether life and death and and that split second could be life or death if you understand what I'm saying yeah um so with that being said, it's it, it's it's hard, man. I wake up and I think about and the, and the sweet the sweet thing about mines is is that I work in the school, yes, sir. so I don't have to deal with the everyday. I, and I and I do, but I don't have to deal with the everyday criminals chasing these guys out there every day that's got guns on them all the time. That's that's trying to run away from the police because they got dope on them. And stuff like this. I, I, I'm in here dealing with kids that don't want to go to class. Yeah. Um. That don't. That that just want to be hard hitting and stuff like that. But when it comes to the when it comes to the brutality and stuff like that, man, it it 
I sit back and think, do I really want to continue doing this? Because it all it takes is one apple to spoil the whole bunch. That's a fact. And everybody looks at you different. But then I go back and I think again, when I walk into that store and I see that Caucasian female or I see that Caucasian male and they say, I appreciate your service. Yeah. I thank you for what you do. In the midst of everything that's going on, they still say, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. So that's kind of another nudge that keeps me going in the direction that I'm going. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, 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 all I can say is hard, bro. That's why. That's why I know. I know of you. I know you experienced uh, a lot of pushback coming from probably one of the most yeah. crime and poverty stricken areas in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. How did you deal with that stuff growing up, being young? Because I, you're 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 under thirty five, so mm-hmm. you're still young in your right. field. Right. So have you? How did you experience that? Man, I, the, the the start off of all this law enforcement stuff. Man, I I started off in the prison system back in 2008 oh, shit. up there at uh, Florida State Correctional Facility, the big, the rock as they call it, you the know, rock. Where, they, where they house the 23 hour lockdown. Oh there, shit. So that's why I started that and um, just just being in that environment, seeing the younger generation and on Friday night, you hear somebody say, hey, hey big dog, man, why are you in that bit, man? You put be out there listening to this and put the radio to the to the window and it's playing 93.3 to be inside a plush <laughs> straight ride it's 12 o'clock at night you know that's when i went in so yeah i'm like man i got a family to feed bro that's real and they were like all right i i, I got you but you know what big dog i'm gonna ride out for you we're gonna ride out together so I, I i started that's that's where i really started liking law enforcement that was before the time before before all this brutality stuff going on yeah um, yeah started working in the facility which was turned the light on say man these guys, these 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 guys are just human beings too that just need to be talked to. Yeah. Or need some other guys and stuff like this. So I talked to him every day and I remember a situation that happened inside of there and the guy told me, man, if you ever have something, I don't know this guy. Um, he said, if you ever need any help, let me know. I'm gonna take care of it. I said, I got it, big dog. That's what an inmate told you? Yeah. He said, I got it. I got you, big dog. He said, You too nice to people, man. He said, You you do things in this building by the books and you make sure nobody's getting shitted on. I said, Cool. I said, but I tell you, it's, it's nothing I can't tell. I said, no, I got you. I got so you. I think just the way I carry myself, man, with this law enforcement stuff, man, um, it made me, uh, st- when I started off in correction, but how the blowback I got of it was, it's kind of, it, when you first get into this field, you're going to lose a lot of so-called friends. That's why I'm calling everybody friends. Damn, I don't know they judging you. They could judge to the day they die. You know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, I told them like this. When I go swipe my car, I can eat. Y'all got to look over y'all's shoulders every day and wonder if the police finna knock y'all off. I don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't out here slanging dope. I ain't out here robbing nobody. I ain't out here killing nobody. I'm yeah. trying to make a simple living for just my, at the time, I only had my boy. Yeah. So, I was, you know, I was just trying to make a simple living for him and make ends meet. Yeah. So it wasn't that type. Well, I had one one of my guys say, "Man, you said some real shit, man." He said, "You read some, read some said some real shit." I know how to take you when you come around. He said, "That ain't me. I ain't gonna never be the police. Fuck that." Blah blah blah. I'm like, it, it, we all have choices, you know what I'm saying? He said, "But when you come around us, I know how to make people stand down and respect you." So every time I go around him, he respect me. No 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 this and no that, which I don't go around him a lot. 
because it's still my family, man. I, I still check up on my people, but they, you know, they know how to, they know how to handle business. That's what that's 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 what I like about that. They know how to handle business. Okay, so you've been working in the schools for how long? I've been in in school since six and a half years, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I started out uh, West Side Flats when went over there off in the area of A. Philip Randolph and. Um, at the time was Forest High School, now it's West Side High School. Um, in that area, that's where I started. Then they sent me over here to them Arlington Vikings. Arlington, the, the Arlington, the Arlington Vikings. The Arlington Vikings. Hey, from one Viking to another Viking. Boy, that's what, hey, it's hey, 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 yeah. a reason why I got sitting here. They like, oh, this boy went to Range Vikings. Well, let me so let's keep this Vikings. So I've been I've been over here with these Vikings for six years. So since I, I this is this is my first year being here, mm -hmm. uh, working with you guys, and I really appreciate it. The energy is cool, the vibe yes, is cool. Yes, I've seen you interact with certain kids that mm -hmm. they are labeled trouble, mm -hmm. and I've seen you have a different approach and a different interaction with the kids, mm -hmm. and I feel like that you that you do amazing job with I the youth. It. I appreciate it. In 2022, it. what is the state of the youth right now? Are they doomed? Are they are they a little bit better off than when you was growing up? Because I'm four years younger than you. Right, right, right. So what what is like the state of the youth? Because you've been in these halls, these school halls, mm -hmm. for six years now, middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. Some people are scared of working in high school, middle schools. Mm -hmm. Their first option is elementary, mm -hmm. and then possibly just going to college. So what's your thoughts on the youth right now, 2022? They could be safe. They not they not I can't say they're doomed. They're not doomed. They're yeah, it's doomed because they have a mind. They do. So as long as they got a mind, they can be taught. Yeah. So they they can be saved. It's just that we can say what we did back in the days and stuff like that. But time evolves. Mm -hmm. Time waits on no person. Time is no perspective of man. So we can say whatever we want to about how we used to do it. Yeah, we used to go outside a lot. We used to make sure we back in for the street lights. Come on. We used to do this and do that. These kids don't know what outside look like. These kids don't know how to not TikTok. These kids don't know how to not do this and not do that because that's the new norm. Yeah, that, that's the new norm for them. So they they're they're not doomed. As long as you have that one old school parent that can always or old school grandma that can always nudge them a little bit and point them in the right direction within the scope of what they know how to do, then it's all fine and well. But other than that, they can be saved. They can be saved. Oh yeah, they can be saved. They ain't they ain't bad as you think they are. Some of them, some of them, you pull them to the side, they break down and cry like little babies. And then <laughs> as soon as you let them out, they act harder than a, a quarter. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, man, y'all, they be telling OC man, don't don't do that. It's like man, y'all really be thinking these boys be hard. They be they cookies. Be hard, they, they, they just to need the to be side, loved. They they just, yeah. That's it. Like, man, I ain't want to do that. No, I, I know what time it is, man. Come on, let's go talk. I ain't yeah. going to embarrass you in front of your people like that. Man. We ain't, I ain't even that type of cat. But, yeah, this this generation is special. This generation <laughs> is special. They can make a dollar just sitting on their butt. Yeah. They can make a dollar just sitting on their butt. Like, these kids don't want to do anything. I remember time growing up when, man, I wanted to get out of the house. Like, we had we got put out of the house. I wouldn't have found a job in that. At, at at 13, 14, working at the pool. So I could make sure I'm at, out the house, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. had to get up and go with my granddaddy at the age of nine and 10 to make sure I knew how to do stuff. And I didn't want to go there. These kids nowadays, man, they, man. And which I understand now in certain in certain environments and certain communities that these kids can't go out because 
mom and dad scared, they might get robbed. They might get shot. They might get killed and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, where's the parents in that to stop all that? You know what I'm saying? They, they, you, you know your kid out here doing some crazy stuff. You know your kid dabbing in something they ain't got no business dabbing into. The police ain't say you can't discipline your child. Yeah. They just said don't abuse them. That's yeah. what the system say. Don't abuse them. You can still discipline your child. And we have got away from the discipline aspect of the game. Yeah. A, a good old rod don't hurt nobody. Yeah. A good old rod don't hurt nobody. It ain't hurt us. We still here. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember when you just, you just, you feared your parents. The, the, like the problem I got with the youth nowadays, they don't think they really fear their parents. Their parents want to be their homies and their friends don't. and shit. Like growing up, my mom, my mother, and my father always said growing up, I'm not your friend. Yes, sir. I'm not your homie. Don't yes, talk sir. to me crazy. Don't talk to me any type yes, of sir. way. All that. So that's just a, it's just a, I think that's the difference between this generation and the option that they have growing Correct. up. Correct. It wasn't no option. It wasn't no option on certain no things. You had, you, you had to do what <laughs> your parents said, I'm even if it, if it, <laughs> or if, if, if it was your uncle, your aunt, oh, your yeah. grandparent, oh, yeah. or your older cousin, oh, your older yeah. brother, your, it was always somebody over you. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, kept the respect thing going. Yeah. Uh, my my next question. I know this is a, a touchy situation. I don't really like talking about it because I have family members. I have people that work in the schools. Mm -hmm. uh, school shootings in the United States. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you think that we need more police officers on site and on campus? It ain't. It, 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 it's 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 it, it, it's a double edged sword. I can say double edged, double standard. Yeah. However you want to put it. Get somebody that ain't scared. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you took an oath. You took an oath as a police officer to protect life and liberty. To protect life and liberty. So with that being yeah. said, if I got to go, this motherfucker going with me. Facts. I don't care how I got to do it. If I got to bite him, scratch him, punch him, kick him. He, I'm, I'm, if it was my child in that building, I would want you to save my child. Just as mm -hmm. well, I'm gonna put my my life on the line for your child. Is it that that's all it's about? Yeah, they're gonna probably up the numbers, probably, but once again, that goes back to what we talked about earlier. Pay. You gotta pay them for that pay. Who really wanna sit in there and risk their life for that pay? You took this oath, so go ahead and do it, but how are they gonna hire more people at that pay? They get, nobody wants to pay the police. So, but at the end of the day, you took it. So if you are the officer in that school, your ass should be protecting them kids like it's your own. And then the other day, and all the kids already know they can run them and tell me anything. It's gonna be secure with me, but I will I'll put my life on the line for them and they know that. They know that they are they already knew. They used to play a lot like what if somebody come here right now? What you gonna do? Man, why you ask me that stupid question? Yeah. Because you know you're gonna handle your business. Yeah, I ain't never seen you run. You ain't got to, but I guarantee you I'm gonna <laughs> run. I ain't never seen you That's run. That's what the kids all say. All the time, man. I ain't never seen you run, OC. You ain't got to. But I guarantee when that time comes, I'm going to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When that time comes, I'm going to get there. I just need y'all to help me out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just, just, they just, man, I don't think they need to hire nobody else, man. Just hire somebody that not, that's not scared. Because you know how I am. I'm, I, I'm, I'm Mr. People say I'm Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. It's fishy. You know, it, it I, I haven't I haven't really looked into the shooting that happened in, in, in Texas. Oh, but my partner he sends me all the notes all the time. It, that was a... That was a fishy and a, a strange situation. How, how you you let a ten year old call and say, "Hey, I need help." I, I and I understand 
ten year olds play on the phone a lot. They like to prank call and stuff like that. But at some point, he I don't call four or five times. I got to send somebody to figure out what's going on because if the officer at the school ain't trying to figure out what's going on, let me send an outside unit to go figure out what's going on. On top of that, you hear gunfire. That's the that's the that's probably the scariest part when you yeah, when gunfire. you start hearing gunfire and you like, damn, this ain't in no gunfire gun gunfire environment. Yeah. Yeah. So my whole outlook, I haven't really looked into the school shooting in mm. Texas, but. I've been doing my research about the shit that happened on in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and uh, I get a lot of pushback because I be trying to talk to the youth about who y'all consider a gangster, who do y'all consider this or that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we need to take all this energy that we're putting towards each other to kill each other, mm-hmm. just protect the neighborhood and protect the community. Ain't no reason why a person that don't look like us drives a couple of hours to Buffalo mm-hmm. to kill people that look like us. And but if it was another person that looked like us, they would shoot him too. He ca- caught on fire, yeah. and and uh, now they're saying that one of the security guards was making a a water a, a water powered car, and then they killed him. So I don't know. You know how you know how the internet's going. Internet, <laughs> yeah, they go the internet. internet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's know. why it's called television. Television. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's it's a water powered car. <sighs> That shit crazy, but you know they say they say niggas invent everything. We yeah, we made yeah, the super soaker, yeah, yeah. we made peanut butter, we yeah. made the AC, we made fans, we yeah. made the traffic light, we made doorknobs, we made so all that shit. On his invention time. And they were like, nigga, you can't be that smart. No. So man. we got to we got to off you. But I got one more sponsor. Shout out to Dimples the Bartender. If you're ever in the Jacksonville area and you're looking for a fix or something to just ease your mind or lift your spirit. Allow Dimples the bartender to prepare you a fresh mix of juices with alcohol and fruit. She has drinks from all flavors. From my favorite, Tropical Sunset with mixed berries and Hennessy. Or you can even try the Spiked Honor Palmer with a well blend of sweet tea, lemonade with douce and fresh lemons. You can find her on Instagram at drinkson.dimples or you can call or text area code 904-658-0756. So it's a big announcement. Mm-hmm. He it's a motherfucker and he won't tell nobody. He was <laughs> telling people months and shit here and there. But I want to I want to introduce y'all to the linebacker coach mm-hmm. at Gobby High School yes, in Tallahassee. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Talk sir. about that. Talk about how you landed that opportunity and what are you going to do with that opportunity? Man, listen. What a what a what a what a blessing in his own. You know, what I'm saying my partner, uh, Demario Jones, from. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida, play that range with me. William uh, Reigns. You already know. You, you know, we everywhere. We everywhere. Play that range with me. Um, who coached up in Georgia for about 12 to 14 years and came on back home to find a, in Florida to find a head coaching job. I know, I remember back in the day, we used to, before pregame and doing practice, we used to play around. He's an offensive minded guy, which is his defensive person. Yeah. How the heck are you a defensive person? They say, but best. Offensive people make best defensive people make great offensive people. Yeah. So um, I told him, I said, one day we're going to coach together. I said, I don't care when it is. I said, one day we're going to coach together. He said, you're right. So uh, he hit me up. He said, man, I, I, I'm thinking about taking this gig in two places. And he told me the two places. I said, well, bro, you let me know. I'm there. I'm there. You know, yeah. I've been coaching in Jacksonville since 2013, so yeah. I got a little – under my belt, different coaching, but I say, bro, you let me know, and I'm there. 
So he narrowed it down to one round in January, and I told him, all right, let me start putting a little plan together to see what I can do. But if it ain't feasible, you know it ain't going to work. Yeah, it's got to be lucrative. Yeah, you know it ain't going to work. Me and the family can't just uproot and move. Yeah. It's not working. So things played out here and there. I traveled the road back and forth. Some things came open. Some other things come open. And I'm like, all right, it's starting to look a little skeptical and stuff like that. He said, hold on. I got a phone call to make. Made a few phone calls and a few phone calls came to my phone and like, yeah. all right, yeah, put it in paper, put it in writing. So put it in writing, writing is, is, is good to me. And um, they put it in writing, start moving these puzzle pieces around. Stuff started looking good. Things started popping up out of nowhere. And I'm like, all right, let's see how this thing work out. So yeah, I took that old spot up there as the linebacker. How you feel, man? You feel? Oh, no, man, you I'm feel? Ready. You feel good about it? Man, like your boy said on Hard of Night, ready? I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready. It gives me, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not retiring from the, from the police force. I'm just gonna take a couple of years off. Um, probably go reserve to keep a certificate at them. I'm back in school to finish up my degree and stuff like that. So I can, I can focus solely on what I love doing. And one of them is love. I love coaching ball. Regardless yeah. of what it is, I'm I'm passionate about football. Whatever whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna finish it. If I'm gonna start, I'm gonna finish it. So yeah. I'm I'm real passionate about ball. So I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to get up there, get started with these boys. I see a lot of potential mm-hmm. in what I see up there and most of it is just coaching these boys. Yeah. Just coaching these boys, having the love for the game. So I'm 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 actually ready, man. Like I went up there for the spring. I went up there for the spring game and um after the spring game, we got everything together. You know, yeah. you guys only see me here and there. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, "Man, coach, I love you." And Damn. That's, and don't even know me like that. So that's that. So that they already of, they, they already oh, yeah. locked in yeah. like Jamaican here. Yeah. Like like my boy said, like Jamaican here. So I'm then I'm 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 truly satisfied and honored to be a part of that program up there and help build that program to back to where it needs to be at. Because they're 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 not. Uh, they're not a team to be played with. They have a couple of championships under their belt. Yeah. So they're they 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 want they're a good team up there. So we we shall see. We'll we'll be back home on the nineteenth. Who y'all play? Uh, the one and only <laughs> William Marion Reigns Senior <laughs> High School. We'll be back home on the nineteenth, man. Of September or August? August. Okay. August the nineteenth in the graveyard. I think that kickoff time is six thirty seven o'clock. But we will be back to showcase what what we build. I will be there with. I hope they find some fish. Hey, man, they they, they, they know, find rain, some wings. I'm rain, definitely rain, down there. Frying that chicken, boy. You better get there. They known for frying that chicken, man. They known for frying that chicken. Yeah, well, congrats, man, on the man, opportunity, I man. That. I appreciate that. You, 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 you just broke it. Best Vanessa's podcast. Yes, he just broke it. Yeah, episode man. six. So I really appreciate you stopping by and just chopping with me, man. I got a couple of closing questions. I appreciate you. Uh, first one. What's your biggest fear in life? My biggest fear in life is failing myself. Mm. Setting stuff out that I plan to do and not doing it. Okay. Which is, this is one of them. I ain't failed myself yet, so I think I'm on the right path. Okay. I'm on the right path. So that's my biggest fear in life is failing myself. Okay, okay. Uh, what is something people seem to misunderstand about you? You know Who I am. Yeah, like they they see this they see this once again I mentioned her they see this big black guy on the outside but don't know me for who I am on the inside yeah you can look at me and say oh he looked mean or he looked like this or he looked like that 
but until I open my mouth and talk to you or and sit you down and let you know where I come from or, and what I'm about. You can tell at the end of the day, man, this ain't nothing but another brother that's trying to make him a living. I remember the first time I met you. Met your ass now. Like, damn, who is this nigga cussing like a motherfucker? <laughs> God damn. Uh, the kids, uh, man, they make it come out you sometimes. I already know, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what inspires you every day, man? My family. My family. My beautiful wife. My 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 daughters. My sons waking up. Making yeah. sure they happy. Yeah. As long as they got I I'm I'm not living for me right now. Living for them. Living for them. Once they turn 18 and get their own little spots and graduate college or whatever the case may then I can live for me. Yeah. But until yeah. then, I got to live for them right now. To make That's sure a fact. Got, you know what I'm saying? As long as they got I'm good. I'm so good. Uh, if you could if you could talk to 18-year-old version of you with your mind state right now in 2022, what would you tell yourself? Stay the course. Don't veer left. Don't veer right. Stay the course, man. Because there's great on the other side if you just stay the course. That's that's real. That that is real. Those are uh, some of my you know my in depth uh, getting to know the guests mm-hmm. on Best Finesse's podcast. Yes, sir. But I got some things I want to ask you oh, go ahead, outside go ahead. of <laughs> Officer Clark ahead, and man. Coach Clark go and all that. Ahead, I got a couple questions for you. All right. Yes, sir. Fall or spring. Springtime, baby. Okay, well, you from Jacksonville. Ain't a lot of that. Uh, 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 pizza or tacos? I'm going to go with the pizza. Okay. Netflix or the club? It's Netflix, not No, oh, yeah. you were old here. You were old here it's now. Netflix, not I already know. Spaghetti or lasagna? I got to go with the lasagna. Okay. Okay. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? You know I'm a uh, box, man. Oh, this nigga, man. This nigga over on the dark side. You supposed to be with the PlayStation, man. I've been PlayStation a long time. Okay. Ass or titties? I'm an ass, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. My daddy was an ass, man. (laughs) 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 Nike or Adidas? The the night. The check. Swoosh. Okay. Okay. Cheesecake or cobbler? Give me the cheesecake. Oh, you ain't gonna say good, cobbler? I can do a good cobbler now. What's your favorite cobbler? My aunt is not God bless the dead. I, I love my aunt the devil, baby. Um, I call her nanny, but her name is Aunt Rhoda. Yeah. Man, made a mean hot cobbler. What kind? A peach. Ooh, mean shit. Peach hot cobbler. When I say with the crust on that thing, you hit it. It'd be, that's how you have to be. <laughs> like, God. Yeah, but that was, she made a mean peach cobbler, man. Okay, so, okay, okay. I can do both, but, you know. Okay. Uh, blunts or joints? Ooh, blunts. <laughs> blunts. <laughs> blunts. What is it, Swishers, Philly blunts? <laughs> Back in, you know, they, them, them boys smoke a uh, three for 99 cent good time. <laughs> <laughs> three for 99 cent good time. Hell no. Uh, if you could remake any movie and you star in it, what movie would it be? Oh, man. God, so much. I would say... Uh, that's, I'm not. I'm about to say blue screen, but money talk. It's the Chris, Chris Tucker. <laughs> money talk, man. Money talk. Yes, Hell man. no. Yes, sir. <sighs> if 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 you could have one special power, superpower, like a mutant, like on some X Men shit, mm-hmm. what would it be? X Ray Vision, baby. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna tell you why. Oh, this nigga. <laughs> this nigga is living on the wild side. Living <laughs> on the wild yes, side. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. that's it. Appreciate you. Best Vanessa's podcast, man. 
Uh, I appreciate anything. Anything you want to plug, man? Anything you want to tell the listeners? Man, what I you got coming up or what you doing? Man, or just, just, If I could tell y'all one thing out there in the world, man, just stay focused. Stay focused. Stay, stay the course and keep God first. Yes, sir. Uh, like and subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Also, I got a whole list of streaming platforms that I didn't know my podcast was even on. So shout out to me and shout out to them niggas that's, that's listening. Uh, you can also find us on social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and Reddit. So, you, Officer Clark. Thank you for stopping by, yes, talking your you. shit, man. I appreciate A lot you, of people ain't doing what you're doing, man. Yes, sir. And we out. Peace. Peace.